You're listening to the Aim and Create podcast with us, Mac and Teens. Content creators and aspiring entrepreneurs. We're going to chat about creativity and content creation. And entrepreneurship and lots of stuff about life and mindset. Saying as we're a couple, probably a little bit about relationships as well. We want to help you to aim for and create the life that you want. And we're probably going to talk about a lot of other random shit in the process. <laughs> Enjoy! What's up guys, welcome to another episode of the Aim and Create podcast. Hi guys, welcome back. Today's episode is going to be with an amazing creator. It's been a while. We said in the first five we were going to get an interview, but it's took a little bit longer. But finally we've got one and hopefully we will have a lot more. Yes, we are joined today uh, by the wonderful Jeremy Daly. Uh, Jeremy is a amazing photographer, videographer, and just a great content creator. So we're going to learn a lot about him um, and his journey and how he turned his hobby into his business. He's on all the social medias. He has done things a little differently than other people in his mm -hmm. area. So it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to hear how he done it, why he done it, and hopefully you guys can learn something from it. Yeah. So keep in mind, guys, this is the first uh, conversation slash interview type podcast that we've done. Um, so we hope everything goes according to plan. Um, we're looking forward to having a good chat and we hope you enjoy it. Hi Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast uh, and giving us your time. We appreciate it a lot. We're looking forward to getting um, a good chat with you today. So first, how are you feeling? First guess, you know. Yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm very excited to talk to you guys and seeing you crush it on YouTube and Instagram <laughs> recently. So uh We've playing been, guys for a while so, so nice i know next, it's actually finally. been a while it has it's first guy yeah. we did say we wanted to get some guests on the podcast it took us a bit longer than we expected oh it but usually does yeah we said the first five episodes or so but finally we have one on and it's a good one yeah i know it's no. actually the oh, first the first kind. one so yeah. it's very exciting to have um to have you as our first guest no kidding just before yeah. we just before we start jeremy i must say and commend you on your fine shirt collection <laughs> I am a fan. <laughs> I am a fan of the shirts, as you well know. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you you guys have awesome fashion sense. I think. <laughs> the first thing I noted when so I saw your Instagram post, I'm like, I want to own his shirt. I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chris definitely loves a shirt, a, a patterned shirt. Thought we'd drop that in there yeah. just before we get rolling. <laughs> so, um, I yeah, I really like my floral. <laughs> oh, you yeah. like a floral? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we met Jeremy um, through social media through mm -hmm. youtube that's where we first came across your amazing videography and wonderful storytelling and then that led us to your instagram where we were able to see your amazing photography so we're big fans um but for anybody who doesn't know um just tell us a bit about you what you do and who you are sure thing so i'm jeremy uh basically i hang out with super cool couples and capture their their story as a couple so uh that's what i love to do so essentially what that means on paper is i'm a wedding photographer and i tell those stories through photography video and through those mediums uh alongside i i love making uh uh the experience of capturing couples uh stories through meaningful experiences so whether that be uh going for helicopter rides or canoeing oh, wow. or going to, to cool hikes, uh, trying to add like a more cool experience to it on top of capturing their, their love. And that's what I love to do. So uh, essentially that's me in a nutshell. I capture cool, young, hip 
you, in most couples. You definitely do it on a bigger and better scale than I've seen before. To be completely honest, I've seen a lot of wedding photographers. There is a lot of them on Instagram. Mm. But you definitely do, with the videos and everything, which we will get into in a bit more detail, is definitely a higher level of production. And just the, the end product is definitely better than what I've seen just looking through Instagram at wedding photographers and um, couple photographers and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good work on your end. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So we, um, we're really interested to know, as I'm sure everybody else is, how you first got into photography. So let's go way back. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and maybe it's not way back. I'm, I don't know. But let's well, go back yeah. and, and let us tell us a bit about where that came from. Was it something that you studied or was it just a hobby in the beginning? Cool. So I'll go way back. It'll be a long story short. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, uh, my parents are both professional musicians, right? So uh, growing up, I didn't play hockey like all my other friends did. So I had a lot of free time. And when I was like four, I started playing the violin and it made me learn that if I put all my time into one thing, I could get good at something. Mm -hmm. So first it was the principle of learning the violin. And then it was like other quirky things like getting into magic or uh, playing video games or biking with my best friend uh, and like doing dirt jumping and stuff like that. And I was always into something and going all in and trying to get to that level of mastery. And then I would get bored. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> the next, the thing. next yeah. thing yeah <laughs> totally so uh more when of a hobby then? To... totally totally so when it came to high school um me and my friends would go to skate parks all the time like go skateboarding bmxing scootering and uh we kind of just make fun little weekend videos of us doing that yeah. and that was a ton of fun uh and then i i was like all right this video stuff is pretty cool so then i started taking photos uh at my high school and i lived in the country Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of farm fields, there are yeah. a lot of uh, landscapes going on. So I started taking landscape photos, right? And uh, cows in a field get boring pretty quickly. <laughs> There's only so many poses <laughs> a cow a can do. We know a lot like that, yes. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> oh, I hear you. <laughs> so essentially, uh, I was doing a lot of landscapes, but I wanted something new. I wanted something more refreshing. Uh, so I put an ad on Kijiji saying, hey, anyone, like, I'm done with the cows. I'm ready for a new adventure. Like anyone from babies, couples, nice. like it was kind of a blanket statement, a Kijiji post. And this one guy asked me, Hey Jeremy, do you want to drive all the way down to Niagara Falls and capture me proposing to my girlfriend? Oh, Ooh. wow. And I've never done anything like this. So his plan was to pro- propose to his girlfriend underneath the fireworks at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, it was pitch oh, dark. I love that. And that was his plan. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. So I was like, Oh my goodness, let's do it. So uh, I was in grade 11 at this point. And uh, so I drove all the way down the highway. It's like three hours for me. And uh, finally seeing like a real story develop in front mm-hmm. of my lens, where it's a real connection, like they're literally starting their lives. And I got to be a part of capturing that at, at the beginning. And I know that they're going to look at these photos for the rest of their life and their grandkids will. Like that's what drove me to wanting to, to to keep doing that with couples like that was i was just so so like i swear i'm still high on the endorphins from that shoot five years ago <laughs> yeah that's because like i was just an incredible feeling that seems right i didn't realize that. it was that early i know you i, I kind of thought you had done it as a hobby but i didn't realize that early on that you had done yeah. something that 
that that's pretty big and it's a very young age too to to kind of figure out and know exactly what you love and what you want to do like that's it's it's and I know I've actually seen videos of you talking about this before that you were so young like you were young and you were like "Mm, can I do this you know are people gonna take me seriously um so it must have been like a harder start when you're when you're that age totally there are definitely uh barriers that I had in my head that I thought were going to be struggles getting into it if that makes sense yeah Um, I was telling myself mindsets that uh were probably false at the time like for example like oh like they're going to think I'm young. They won't take me seriously. Like those, yeah. those are my mindsets going into it. But uh, I definitely now looking back, uh, being young, going into it was definitely a strong asset. And I should have went on the ground running saying that, <laughs> hey, like I'm bringing a new approach to yeah. everything. Yeah. Like um, that's definitely what I, what I would have done correctly if I could do it again. But yeah, it was a fun way to get into it. So to say the least, you picked up photography pretty damn quick pretty quickly to be able to do because we like we've been doing we dabble photography yeah we're like <laughs> it is definitely a hobby but we've been doing it for what two, oh yeah about a year and a half and to go out and do something like that i would not feel comfortable maybe taking pictures definitely not the video side of it um yeah. that yeah that's a big undertaking for it somebody who is. like how long would you have started photography before you done that did you say that's a good question um maybe a year or so? maybe a year and a half a year or so before like uh dabbling into landscape photos and that's a big a big step up it definitely is it's a big it's a big (laughs) task especially when you're on your own like you didn't you didn't have anybody else at that stage did you uh no no not for that shoot wow yeah that's definitely a a big step so yeah what were we gonna say um so you were like you focused on a lot of different like you'd done a lot of different hobbies and then photography was kind of the one that you went on ahead with so (laughs) what way we're just going to bring it back because we did a podcast recently on um school our last one was about school and exams and people stressing out a little bit not knowing what they wanted to do and stuff so then how was like high school for you kind of knowing that you had photography as Mm -hmm. something you wanted to pursue anyway did you focus on school a little less because you knew that was what you wanted to do or <laughs> I, I hear you laughing so, so this is so, <laughs> this is a good question um so I delegated my time a little differently in high school so at the beginning I always had this mindset since grade nine that um to be a successful person you had to go to university you had to get a fancy degree um you had to fulfill these fulfill these things that society told you or your parents or what your brother did, for example. And uh, so that's what I, that's the track I was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I started picking up my camera and learning kind of my learning that I was a little entrepreneurial, I was like starting to get in this middle ground where I had this huge passion. I was starting my business in grade 11 and I was having so much fun and I was booking weddings. But the same flip side, I felt this pressure um, that I had to go to college or of university course, yeah. and still fulfill that. So during in high school, uh, I would say I spent just enough time to get, get good grades <laughs> that I understood the <laughs> concepts. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, a lot of my business teachers, I would say, hey, like, is it cool if I leave last period so I can go meet a client for a shooter? Like, they were pretty lenient that way. Yeah. But uh, if I put all my effort in school and I put my photography second, then I wouldn't have been able to build it to what I built it to at the end of high school yeah, to be right. able to, to- do it full well, time. Yeah, it totally makes sense. That's li- li- Your story about and the way you've been looking at it in high school is literally 
the idea of this whole podcast yeah. is love it people creating content creativity and just like literally in our last podcast we talked a lot about school and the fact that there's so much pressure put on you to do exams and the results like are just recently coming out and people just literally don't know what what to do with themselves i was the same in high school i did not know at that stage i didn't have the way you had photography i was not 100 percent sure no idea we actually like we both just picked a path just for the sake of picking a path we follow just what (laughs) right education kind of puts a direction in front of you and you don't really see any other paths whereas you already had one which, which is, is an extremely lucky position yeah to be in and it's at that interesting age. just to hear that's exactly the type of people that we want to get on the podcast because they <laughs> had that view early on and mm-hmm. they followed it which you did and it's clearly paying off um uh, yeah it's, it's interesting to hear just how your your mindset especially so early on uh the way you're thinking about leaving and going and doing projects yeah and, it's, it's very it's, interesting to hear it's, it's really awesome um so we're very interested to know how like how the photography end ended up um becoming more than just a hobby so how did it end up becoming super cool your own business yeah, as opposed to maybe just project. working for somebody else or you know how did you how did it become your own thing right so when i did that first shoot um i realized i really wanted to be working with couples uh, so I made it my one thing, my big goal of who I wanted to become and to be a wedding photographer. Um, I saw that you could do some traveling with it. So my one thing is to make a cool travel brand and uh, connect with cool couples that way. So ever since that first shoot, I uh, did a bunch of engagement shoots that same spring. And then I was able to book a couple of weddings that weddings like that very same summer. And then I was able to use that portfolio from that summer to to market and attract more couples for the next summer and then it kind of snowballed into a series of summers until now so um i wouldn't say there's ever like once since that shoot i knew i wanted to run a photography business so there was never really a middle ground of i was doing it um just as a side hobby like some people do for a lot of years it's just like all right we're we're transitions all in yeah 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 totally yeah, because it seemed yeah, it seems like it was pretty quick. You did, you picked up the hobby and then you were kind of straight into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and more than just yeah. kind of playing along for a few years and then going for it full on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting to hear. So early on, you you kind of got your name out there by just doing the projects and then word of mouth kind of spread around the, your local area. Would you say kind of is what grew early on? Um, so when. There's two type of marketing I was kind of going for. Uh, number one, uh, when you're in a small town, um, word of mouth is great. However, it's just a small market. Like it's, yeah, I live true. in the country, so it's just like my high. Everyone in high school knew I, I was into photography. But uh, when I first started my career, the first three years, all of my weddings was from other ways of marketing uh, uh, through like Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing, uh, networking with vendors, and doing like brand awareness projects and little videos for other businesses that aligned with my brand and stuff like that. And now that I'm five years into it, now I'm seeing the reaps of the word of uh, my network giving me referrals. Yeah, so coming back um, around. On top of my other means of marketing, but yeah. Yeah, definitely at the beginning, there was little referrals for weddings because nobody really knew about me yet. Yeah, it's just, well, it's always a hard start. Definitely. Um, So you do a lot of weddings. Like how many weddings do you think you would do in a year you seem to be busy <laughs> sorry i think you cut out there did oh, you sorry. ask me how many weddings yeah like how did many... i shoot or do i want to shoot 
Um, how many do you think you would shoot in in one year? Like, year? what's the estimate? <laughs> Great question. Estimate number. <laughs> um, this year I did thirty-five. Wow. But I'd be happy doing anywhere between fifty to like sixty-five, seventy. That a year. is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. One one thing I'm very Sorry. interested in knowing though is, um, because you do so many, do do you ever struggle like? creative wise in trying to make each wedding authentic and unique yeah going from like you're we, that's a great we watch, question we watch, yes. sorry sorry to interrupt you but we do watch a lot of your <laughs> instagram yeah. stories and your videos and stuff and the way you do them i haven't seen anybody doing a wedding the way you do it, especially when you record it for your own video and then you make like you're editing genius. the videos on the day and letting them view it is what i've seen i thought crazy. that was epic um that's just a lot of work, but the way you do it, yeah, like Christina said, do you struggle to make them a little bit different, different. Um, each time? Uh, what I love about weddings, and this is uh, the best part about them, is that every day is so different. If I shot a wedding and it was like cookie cutter, always at the same venue, always at the same hotel, always uh, the same structure, then I feel like I would struggle creatively. But how- yeah because it's always in a different town. It's always a different story. It's always a different couple. It's always different family. It's always a different type of day. Um, Sometimes it's raining, sometimes it's not. There's always uh, different things going on at every single wedding that I feel like uh, I rarely don't have a creative drive on a day of. Um, That's a a tough question. That's good though, but (laughs) I know what you mean. Every wedding has its own personality. So you've got a lot to play with when it comes to... um, different different weddings and different people different, different locations are, yeah, completely different than just a, a a standard like church wedding there, there's a lot of other things people seem to do which makes it i suppose your job easier if they use different venues and yeah, be a course. bit more creative for the whole thing does it take does totally. do, do they take you very far like have you does it take you out of canada when you're shooting weddings or is it usually just within within canada yeah so when i've first started, it was my big one goal to uh, book destination weddings. So destination weddings like down south, like a Caribbean and stuff like that. So uh, thankfully, uh, when I first got into it, I made a same day slideshow at the fifth wedding I ever shot. And uh, the maid of honor was going to a destination wedding for her brother. So I get a call a week later um, from the maid of honor. So uh, after my fifth wedding, it's a week later after that, uh, she says, Jeremy, how would you like to go to Mexico in six <laughs> days? <laughs> six days? <laughs> and Sounds I just like, I, I, I started like shaking. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm in, I'm in. Like, I'm all yours. <laughs> like, I'll do the video in exchange for travel fees. Yes, yes, yes. So oh, when you wow. hang up the phone, I was like, mom, do I have a passport? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my my passport expired um, <laughs> for a couple of years. So I had five <gasps> business days to Whoa. get a passport. And we were flying out on the Sunday, and I got my passport on the Friday, three days before. Oh my god, oh, that's a struggle. So, thankfully, I got it. But, thankfully, um, no, I love that. So to, <laughs> to answer your question, yes, uh, I've been totally blessed to do some sweet weddings uh, in like Jamaica, uh, Mexico, Bahamas, and Punta Cana. Nice. And then, of course, uh, in Canada too. Yeah. Well, the benefits of the job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're a ton of fun. Okay, so what do we move on? We would just want, yeah. So we did another podcast recently and uh, talking a lot about working together as a couple because we literally do it 
24 hours a day mm-hmm. and we're only going to mm-hmm. end up doing it more when it becomes more of a full-time thing for us i respect us. that so much it, yeah it, it is uh yeah we <laughs> we chat about a few little issues that can crop up here and there but in yeah. general <laughs> the the positives and the way we work off each other is a real benefit to both of us and the work that we do how is it we see you working a lot with your partner kiera is it her name kiria uh kiria yeah that's how you say it hi kiria yeah. if you're listening <laughs> Oh, she's a room away. <laughs> uh, how how do you find it working with your partner? Because you, I don't know if you take her on all the shoots or you work together on all weddings, but you guys seem to work together a lot. How do you totally do you like yeah. bouncing off each other and just how how does it work for you? Oh, I I love it. I couldn't see it any other way, which is why we want to make a a brand together in the future. Oh, nice. But uh, we we find we found a really nice group because. Uh, independently she's her own artist mm-hmm. independently yeah. i'm my own artist and then we get to work together on wedding days however uh sometimes where i where i could see a problem is uh say a different photography brand where it's a husband wife team where uh, nothing wrong with this but i'm just saying so maybe the husband is more the leader of the creative and then yeah, tells yeah. the wife what to do i can yeah. see that becoming more of a clash yeah um, if you're not on the same page yeah 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 exactly but uh because kira runs her own brand i run my own brand and then we get to work together on our wedding days but it's my client and then when it's her client i get to work with her on her wedding like it's a nice balance that way because she feels like she's her own independent creative and i feel like i'm my own independent yeah. creative yeah yeah versus so trying important. to totally so yeah, we, we love that and do you um do you guys act, like do you have a team or is it just the two of you that would go to a ship yeah, so uh, if a client books photo, video, and rock video, then I'll bring out a team. So it's me, Kyria, and then I have a pool of uh, three other videographers and photographers nice. I bring out. Oh, you. Uh, only only one of them, not all. It's not a paparazzi team with five people. <laughs> uh, I want that for they, my they wedding have... day. Paparazzi, please. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, we're all best friends. Like uh, it's Nigel and Spencer, we've been best friends. Uh, I've been good friends with Nigel since I was in grade two, good friends with Spencer since I was in grade seven, and I'm best friends with my girlfriend. So it's kind of just like the best friend squad capturing weddings. <laughs> I, but, love I mean, that. that's like the, it's like the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate business team that won't. The it's people you know. Ultimate goals. Yeah. That, well, it helps creativity wise because we yeah. we're the same. You obviously have an idea for something, but sometimes you can be stuck in a little rut of not knowing exactly what to do. So having that other person, having to, other people to, to give you yeah. an opinion or have their own idea right. or take on it, it, it definitely helps. Especially, we agree with that. It, it definitely, it's definitely a huge benefit. We think anyway. The, the negatives yeah. kind of can be pushed to the side a little bit yeah when it comes to that absolutely <laughs> yeah no, i hear you and sometimes uh when curious sick or my other second shooters are sick and i have to hire uh another wedding professional in the industry that i haven't met before to meet me on the day of yeah. uh, then it, it there's a lot of communicating on the on that storefront and then like it's hard it's a harder mix but yeah. when you work uh, with Kiri and my other best friends all the time then like you know your groove you get into it yeah. you capture rad memories and it's just a sweet time because everyone we're all best friends so it's, yeah, well, I, it, I love that it makes I cherish sense. that it makes sense totally. all right so one thing we love you for and we think is absolute genius on your part is the fact that you document um, everything that you do and use it as content like you're doing your job and also getting content at the same time for your social platforms. And we just love that. The, the go- we love seeing the behind, oh, yeah. the, the behind the scenes of stuff. And it's just, 
it's such a great idea um but what we wanted to know like what was your reason for that did you just think I have a chance to do to kill two no to kill two birds (laughs) with one stone (laughs) I can do both of these things at the same time and I'm still growing my my brand and my business at the same time right so an awesome thing about uh being a wedding photographer is that there's so many wedding photographers that's true. Uh, that's a blessing yeah that's a blessing for me a lot of photographers won't say that but that's actually an amazing thing because there's no other um jeremy dailies out there in the world yeah yeah now the only way for me to tell my story uh and be different than all the other wedding photographers is to document what i'm doing so i get Mm -hmm. this when i put my gopro on top of my camera and show my couples laughing in front of my camera and vlog the way I do on a wedding day, then uh, when other potential clients see it on my website, they can connect and feel as if they're on the wedding day and they actually get to seal the raw process of it all. Or if it's via the Instagram behind the scenes or anything like that. Um, and I feel like uh, not, n- not a lot of photographers are doing that. So it's a great opportunity to show off my personality and, uh, and just the rawness of uh, my experience because every photographer's experience is different. And that's, a, that's awesome. That's what it's all about. So I want to be able to show my experience so clients can see that. And if they like the experience, then we're an awesome fit. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a great advertisement thing because we watch them and it, it's definitely something that appeals because all you can really do to watch a, is go on their website or maybe see some pics. And I mean, yeah, you see, like, every wedding photographer product. is going to be a good photographer or 90% totally. of them. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's definitely, that's the whole side of the content creation that we like is going and doing something a little bit different because you, it does stand out yeah we, it, it makes it helps to people get to know you more so it's important that they feel like they have a good relationship with you because ultimately it's a big day it's one of the biggest days of yeah, most you could say people's that. lives so um to have that rapport with you is extremely important uh we just love that you do that it's really such a great Aww. idea genius it is a good, a good thank you and no, i appreciate that uh, okay it's a lot of fun so yeah sticking with the the youtube instagram thing what is your thought obviously you, you've been doing youtube for a while you still make videos the tips and um, teaching people how to do wedding photography how to do certain things and mm-hmm. um, what is your thoughts on youtube like why why did you want to start youtube obviously we know from promotion point of view but you do the tips as well which is kind of a separate a separate area yeah why why is it that you want to start that and who was maybe a few of the creators that inspired you to to do that totally so what i what i love most about being in the position i am is that whenever photographers ask me to get a coffee in town because they want to get into the industry i used to be in their shoes um when i did that first niagara falls proposal i you know emailed a bunch of photographers in town and not all of them got back to me which is totally <laughs> fine but now it I think it's cool that, you know, a lot of these photographers want to get into it. So if I can make any piece of content showing the rawness of a full engagement session or a little photo tips, and if it inspires like one person to pick up a camera and get into it, I I think that's pretty cool because uh, it's this photography thing totally changed my life for for the better. And if I I can do that for a few other people, that's kind of the goal because it's a really unique position to be in a shoot weddings so yeah it's, why not spread the good vibes it's, <laughs> yeah it's definitely a good niche to be in on youtube i know there is a lot of people doing it but there's definitely i know you're a huge fan of peter mckinnon so are we 
and what he's done oh, yeah. is yeah. it's inspiring to see and just the level of his his skill level is just mm-hmm. so good compared to a lot of other creators he just takes it a step above yeah. his photography's epic his videography's it, it's it's ridiculous some of the stuff that he does um when did you come across him just and what like is he oh. would he be up there with one of your top don't YouTubers you live, to watch? don't you live like in the same yeah yeah area? i live pretty close to him yeah, yeah i live like an hour an hour and so 10 cool. minutes from him we did see it you, you <laughs> yeah. did a vlog one day with with him in it or you were at his yeah, event met, or yeah, something oh that's watch. right yeah yeah, yeah. there was uh there's like an event i forgot about that yeah there's an <laughs> event that he was at so i we talked about coffee <laughs> of course uh, not surprising <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that. totally yeah he's uh, yeah so peter mckinnon's pretty awesome i i really love his work and uh yeah i've I've taken a break from watching creators in the last couple of months. I don't know why. I just uh, no time. Just been taking a little <laughs> yeah. break, just doing a lot of reading personally and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, um, getting back into it, I really like Sam Colder. I love his videography. I think he's pretty rad. Yeah. On that storefront, but um, how about you guys? What creators are you guys watching right now? We are yeah, we're huge Peter McKinnon fans. Definitely when it comes to the learning aspect of watching yeah, YouTube videos. If video, we ever want to learn anything, is, we usually Yeah. He is um go yeah, there. It, it's hard to beat. Um obviously Casey Neistat, a lot of just the way he does things, we both just love it. it it's hard to turn off one of his yeah. videos. Yeah. <laughs> we find <laughs> anyway. Um who else do we watch? We watch a lot of then other stuff non completely related is like dude perfect and other guys with just great quality stuff and we listen to yeah. a lot of Gary V podcasts yeah. and uh, a, a mix of things but photography wise definitely Peter McKinnon would, would be our go to. Are you a Canon person, Jeremy? Or Sony? Uh funny enough, I kinda shoot on everything. I have a Fuji X T two, I have a Nikon D seven fifty I just returned a Sony A7 II yesterday. Oh, really? And I'm gonna get. This, I'm between this A7 III or the XH1. Um, I love them all. I used to shoot only on Canon too when I first started out at 7200 2.8, all that oh, fun really? stuff. I'm always switching. Yeah, I love yeah, it all. We, we have, yeah, we have two Sony's at the minute. The little ones kind of problems with heating up, which is why we wanted to reset it. But Fair. it can be yeah. kind of annoying. Are you ready to continue on, Jeremy? Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> okay, where were we? YouTube creators. <laughs> so yeah, we move on to your workshops, which we've recently seen that you started. Love the idea. I love the whole concept of that. It's definitely something that a lot of people are getting into at the minute. And definitely, I think, because of Instagram. Do you notice a lot of people now... I know you've only recently started, but because of Instagram and how big it is that a lot of people want to be good at photography. Yeah, that people want to learn more. Do, yeah. Do you feel like there's a there's a totally. good audience for yeah. your workshops? Mm. The first workshop I've ever done before. And it's kind of more of a, a challenge for myself uh, with the byproduct of helping awesome photographers too. But I was just, uh, before the trip, I didn't know if I was going to want to do it or not. So when I we landed in in Calgary and then... The first night we got there, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah. put a little ad on uh, Facebook. I'm just gonna try it out and see if there's any photographers that want to connect. And because uh, of course you tell yourself these little beliefs, saying, oh, like yeah. nobody would want to come. No, all yeah, all that gonna wanna stuff come. that yeah. it's always that all creatives struggle with in their heads. But uh, the put it out there, and uh, <laughs> of course, and uh, yeah, definitely Instagram. Uh, a lot of people want to learn how to take super cool photos and. 
either for their personal life or for Instagram or personal brands or because they are professional photographers. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I wanted to take the approach where it's, it was more personable with uh, the workshop. I wanted to just like put a cap or at max only five people could come and it was yeah, more, one, more one-on-one experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, and then, uh, before we hung out with them for 30 minutes before, and then afterwards, uh, everyone that came, we went to breakfast or late lunch, I should say afterwards just kind of got to hang out and chat and kind of as if we're just friends hanging out and we just happened to be talking about photography the whole time (laughs) it's kind of the goal of my photography brand too with my clients so it was a fun experiment and we had a super great time I love it it's I just it's such a great idea I think more businesses should be doing it coming together sharing ideas and approaches because you can learn so much from other people um and I just, yeah, I think it's just such a great idea. I love the the idea of um, community over competition. Like, yeah, it's, it's, totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just, yeah, do it. It just makes me think instantly of starting something on your own, coming from high school and the way we kind of thought about starting YouTube at the start. And you think it's just YouTube, but there's so many more doors that open. And so many more ways of whether it's making revenue or whether it's to draw attention to your business. There, there's always so many ways, which you're probably finding out more so along the way with the workshops and with everything else that's going on. Your social media is probably going to make more of a presence as you continue to do it. And that might be another source of income for you. It's yeah. just it's cool to see somebody starting and then the amount of other things that can surround just your your base business yeah of course it's kind of cool it's the world we live in today isn't it i suppose um absolutely yeah so we as i said we do live in a social media world um and you use social media i'm guessing a lot (laughs) because i know we do um what would be though your favorite or your the social platforms that you would spend most time on both personally and for your business what are they different do or are you like a a diehard one social platform user (laughs) totally so um this could be a full statement but if i wasn't running a business i wouldn't be a guy that typically likes social media yeah we're totally we're totally Um, the same i'm not a big fan of uh uh i'm not a big fan of like the whole fake it till you make it mindset, which is why I struggle with my Instagram because, um, being a photographer, you have to show off your work, but I hate, um, sometimes having that feeling like, am I really showing my true life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Am I only showing my travels? Like sometimes look at my own Instagram and I'm thinking, uh, is, is that, you know what I mean? Of course it's highlights of my life, but I'm sure everyone feels that way, but it's definitely something with Instagram that it's always been the it's the, the, the issue it? yeah but it's always been the issue that people talk about is everybody's showing off everybody looks their best everybody's doing their best things totally yeah, yeah. we do instagram's definitely one of our favorite platforms but we totally understand and yeah you kind of do it's hard some people post the negative stuff but a lot of people react badly to it so it's kind of hard to know where yeah, to draw the line where, like what to share and like how how much to share of yourself definitely but it's, totally. it, it can work to your benefit, especially in what you're doing, because your your Instagram presence is growing. It's pretty cool, though. So it definitely, it's working for you. But yeah, we totally, we totally get that aspect of it. It can be an issue. For I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So that's why uh, I've been taking kind of a step back to make sure I'm showing stuff that's really genuine and authentic, rather than uh, 
trying to fake it till you make it type of thing. Yeah. Um, for my business, um, I love connecting with couples via Facebook because mm-hmm. I can be so specific with my target marketing. Um, I can show my any of my messages via Facebook and I can directly target uh, couples that live in Alberta that like to travel that yeah. also like mountain yeah. biking and, and coffee and dogs <laughs> and and uh, they're aged between 19 and 32 and they're they like Fe- YouTubers like Fe- <laughs> you get so has, specific Facebook has got their ads done to yeah, a T they're, they're really perfecting they really that have done I think well. I think that's a lot of what's actually saving them because personal yeah. use I, I pretty much stopped facebook it's it's like kind of getting yeah. overrun with videos and stuff but yeah, yeah that, that side I of hear it for business definitely seems to be to be killing it yeah so yeah, yeah that so that's a, what i've been using that's a so much amazing information that you've just given us <laughs> um really thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and and your journey and everything that you've you've accomplished and been through and we just we would love to know what what is the future for jeremy daily what <laughs> what's going what's on what's the plans awesome so uh i, I appreciate the comments thank you um, <laughs> no problem the future of me um i always have like i'm a huge personal development nerd so i'm always like okay. reading new books and uh working on that in addition nice. uh i love real estate so Oh, okay. um, I'm a big real estate investor, so I'm saving up for my second property right now. I'm oh, wow. going to invest Good either going. a duplex or just another single family dwelling. So uh, that's on the agenda. Uh, we just bought our first primary residence. Um, so Sweet. definitely uh, growing our real estate portfolio down the road. That's a huge goal of ours um, for the photography and the, kind of the creative, the cooler stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to grow my photography brand, definitely. Yeah. Uh, continue growing that, connecting with more rad, cool, hip couples that uh, that just want to have an awesome time. So I've already been doing that, so just keep growing it. Um, nice. We'd love to shoot between 55 to 65 weddings a year. That'd be great for next wow. year. And then, uh, Busy man. <laughs> and then showcasing that story on YouTube. So yeah. uh, bringing out Nigel... Um, my videographer just kind of kind of like Gary how Gary V has his videography I, I think, everything kinda. I think that is such a great I just that you mentioned that the way he does it because he's making content whilst making content it's it's yeah. kind of ridiculous yeah. <laughs> it, it's a great idea though because it, it saves you a lot of time it saves it, it just it really gets to the point and because, it's really real too. yeah that's like exactly it's, it's in the moment yeah. it's totally it's, it's real stuff uh, I was going Absolutely. to just finish on one last thing. So yeah, a lot of people watching this. Um, the more the more we grow the audiences, the people we want is the content creators, the creative people who are thinking the way you were in high school. They're not quite sure what they want to do. They might have a passion, but they're not sure if they should start it, how to start it, where to go. We just wanted to know from you what would be a few tips, photography wise, and maybe just entrepreneur wise as well what you totally. would advise yep. just to people in high school that aren't sure maybe getting their exam results don't know where to start totally i hear you yeah awesome so if i had one tip to anyone that wants to start a business would be to treat yourself like a personal investment and what i mean by that is to uh buy a, a bunch of personal development books um make sure you buy things like courses and go to seminars in your niche in your industry and learn as much as you can through mentors or online sources while learning to be a more productive human with better habits. And mm-hmm. uh, the balance between those two things, becoming the best in your field, in addition, becoming the best human, um, while you're doing both those two things at the same time, will elevate your success to another level. So that's like, 
on that storefront. Um, Cause that's what I had lacked doing. I went all in with photography, but I didn't learn how to, you know, create better habits or yeah. how to better manage my time or how to be more productive mm-hmm. in the office or, you know, time management or managing my finances. Like I neglected that for the yeah. first well, you were years of my career. <laughs> oh, yep. You're, you're spot on exactly while I was young. Um, so if you do both of that at the same time, amazing. Uh, on a creative level, um, write down what you want to achieve and then write down things you can do daily to achieve your one month goal, to achieve your six month goal, to achieve what you want. Um, like bite sizing uh, your big goal and your one thing is a really great way to approach it and yeah design your career design your life that's kind of what I'm all for is write down what you want to achieve and then uh figure out who's done it before emulate them uh uh not literally but like emulate uh you know what type of stuff they're doing um yeah of course creatively no like to to, just to know that you you can do it so like a lot of people listening are probably probably thinking well I can't do that you know what who am I to start something like yeah. that um, that's the kind of people we want to push on push on to we want to push this message towards them that they can if somebody else can do it then you can too so 100%. that's amazing advice I love, love it. it love it 100% yeah and it's all a mindset like I know yeah. everyone says that it, but, is. Uh, <laughs> it is though it's true <laughs> everyone has uh, these core beliefs in their system growing up and it's not your fault. Like, uh, it's like through your friends, your teachers, your parents, like, uh, which is why we, you guys and I thought that going to school was a core belief of ours, but, uh, same with your beliefs behind, behind maybe, maybe you think you can't run a business, but yeah. maybe you just think you're just thinking that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, try to crush those beliefs and make new references that you can run a business and, uh, you can. Love it. Love it. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have said it better ourselves. Well, that was awesome. Thank you. Uh, it actually wasn't bad for our first one. No, it <laughs> kind of flowed well. You guys yeah. crushed it. <laughs> Thank you. No, it, it was, was good. really good. I really enjoyed all your points. Um, for anybody who's listening, we will 100% leave um, Jeremy's oh, yeah. information and all of his links and stuff in the show notes. You should definitely check out his amazing work he's um, just an awesome guy if you're planning on getting married you know who to contact in the, <laughs> that's true in the canada reach <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys are too kind thank you so much again for uh, having me on the podcast it's been great to finally chat with you guys i know it's on actually kind of weird note. it's weird when you see somebody on your <laughs> screen or so online yeah. but yeah. actually like having a real conversation it's it's just awesome right I, here, I can't yeah. wait to do it yeah. more Love totally it. 